Behind me, what you can hear is about 50 students singing German karaoke in ICT Suite 1. Up at the front, next to the screen, showing all of the words, there are two year 13s with a microphone, singing along and hyping up the crowd. The energy and enthusiasm here is intoxicating and infectious. Students who entered the room a little bashful are now singing out with their friends in two or even three European languages. Bonjour, bienvenue, willkommen to the Surbiton High School podcast. This episode, we are linguistically embracing our European neighbours by shining a light on our modern foreign languages department. What we offer, what we do differently to other schools, and how we celebrate the European Week of Languages. Later on in the episode, I'll take you on a tour of the canteen where we've themed the cuisine for the European Week of Languages. We'll return to the karaoke scene and hear from students themselves. But first, let's kick things off with the person at the top. Madame Paul took some time out to talk with us about how her department offers our students the very best in language learning opportunities and why we should all learn another language. Stay with us. Hello, I'm here with Madame Paul, Head of Modern Foreign Languages at Surbiton High School. This week we're celebrating the European Week of Languages. Uh, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hola, guten tag, uh, bonjour. Wonderful, wonderful. Uh, what is, first of all, what is the European Week of Languages? What's it going to look like at Surbiton? Well, it's a very good question. And the whole point of European Week of Languages is that it's not the Week of European Languages, it's the European Week of Languages. So it's a celebration throughout Europe. Um, every school will have a Week of Languages in September. Um, and really for us, the main focus in Surbiton is that it's about celebrating home cultures. So it's about making languages fun, showing the relevance of languages to our pupils uh, and allowing them the opportunity to share their home culture with their peers and with their teachers. So at the same time that we're celebrating uh, you know, French and Spanish and German over here. Over there, they'll be celebrating French and Spanish and English as well. Absolutely, that's correct. Absolutely. And so what sorts of things are we going to have uh, to celebrate this European Week of Languages? So for us, it's all about having fun. So we do lots of things that take us away from the curriculum and away from textbooks, um, and it's a more fun element added in. So we'll do a karaoke. So for example, um, one of the first activities we do, which is across the year groups, is an MFL karaoke. Uh, and the girls have already been practicing in class a song in French, one in German, one in Spanish, and they're just all invited to come along from year seven to year 13 to come and sing in the quad uh, and to have great fun doing it. What sorts of things uh, get sung? What, what are your favourite? What are the hits? Oh, well, the one in French, because I'm not teaching German this year, and I don't teach Spanish, but I can tell you about the French one. There are two in French. One is called Donnez-moi by the Les Frangines, which the girls have been singing, which is lovely. It's all about um, loving yourself and loving other people and seeing the value in that. There's another song, which when Madame Pouchot-Williams showed it to me, or let me hear it at first, I thought, I recognise that, but not quite that version. And then I realised it was the original version from the 1977 Eurovision song contest so that made me feel very old but actually the girls have embraced it it's a new version it's with quite a, it's a young group of children who are singing um, and it's a really it's a, it's a really nice version of the song no one's singing no balloons no nobody's singing no no not sadly not dynamite i think is dynamite is the german one and the spanish one oh it's i can't remember but the lyrics are all about me gustar what what i like it's very very catchy 
outside of the European Week of Languages. What makes the Modern Foreign Languages Department so special at Surbiton? That's a great question. I think my answer to that one is the diversity of the team. So we have a large team. There are 16 of us. That's three language assistants and 13 teachers. Um, we've got a spread of ages. So we've got young teachers. We've got older teachers. We've got native speakers in both the French, German and Spanish teams. We have language assistants who are all native speakers. So what that means is that people are bringing different experiences. Some people have worked in business before. It's not that everybody necessarily went into teaching straight from university. So they're bringing different experiences that they can share with the girls, um, or with the pupils rather. Uh, and of course, for the people who have come from business, they've used languages in business, so they can bring that professional aspect uh, and show the pupils about the world outside school and outside of sort of academia where languages are being used. So it's very rich, I think. So our students are being taught and they're in conversation with people who are not only native speakers, but people who have professional experience from you know, across a range of sectors. Absolutely, that's exactly that. And of course, what they also have in the sessions with the native speakers in the conversation lessons, so with our three language assistants, um, they have timetabled, um, they have half an hour timetabled classes with the assistants every week. And that starts at the end of year 10. Once the year 11s go on study leave, the year 10s start doing those sessions. And then those will be little bespoke sessions that the, the assistants prepare for. The assistants work hand in hand with the year 11, the year 12, the year 13 teachers to prepare the girls for the oral element of the exams. Uh, they'll give them lots of bespoke resources, lots of up-to-date material, current um, idioms and turns of phrase and all that sort of thing. Um, and that's scheduled into the girls' timetable. They come along, they have a lesson with them and that really makes us stand out as a school because not many schools have foreign language assistants who have their own rooms and their own space to, to work with the girls. Yeah, and the, these, um, the, these aren't timetable, I mean they are timetable lessons but they don't fit inside the regular timetable, often it's half an hour before school or in a lunch slot students are going there, so it is on top of uh, a, a GCSE or A-level helping of times. It is, so normally for a GCSE you would have two lessons a week with a teacher and this is an extra half an hour and as you say unfortunately we can't organise it within the timetable day but it's either registration, assembly slot or lunch co-curricular slot but it is in addition to the extra time with, with the teachers and then for year 12 and 13 we tend to use private studies uh, or free periods and there the lessons are either one-to-one -one or two-to-one with, with the teacher. And I know the students really, really value them. They, they do. They really value them. Sometimes it's difficult to go on a lunch hour. You might not want to go on a lunch hour, but it adds a huge amount of experience to the girls. It really does give them um, a lot more use of the target language than we can do in lessons. Although we speak tar the target languages in, in lessons, it just gives them that extra half an hour in which they can practice. Oh, that's fantastic. Um, while I've got you here, and it is, we're celebrating the European Week of Languages, uh, do you want to give us a, um, a plug for your subject at A-level? Why should all of our students be considering taking a language at A-level? There are so many reasons. I'm not sure which one to give you first. I think because nationally we're very poor at languages. So if you study a language, even actually just at GCSE, but if you've got a good qualification at GCSE, but especially if you take it on to, to, to A-level, you will stand out from the crowd because not many people leave school with a language qualification. Um, so we encourage girls, to take if they're strong and they love the language, to take it on, then to take it to university. I think apart from that sort of academic reason, it's all about, it's what I call my tree-hugging reason. It's about being able to 
look people in the eye. It's about being able to connect with people, whether that's because you go to live in the country or work in the country, or perhaps just because you regularly have holidays abroad. There's just something about being able to engage with a person in their language that is tremendously powerful. And I think nowadays, more than ever, we need to be tolerant. We need to be open-minded. We need to accept other cultures. We cannot go on living with this idea that, well, I speak English, and when I go abroad, everyone can speak English to me. It's, it's just not acceptable anymore. We, we have to make more of an effort. So it's not just an A-level choice, it's a life choice. Absolutely. I think that's, that's, that's so true. It enriches you. Science has told us, actually, that um, you, can, you can delay the effects of dementia if, you're, if you study a foreign language. But apart from all of that, it's about living in the moment and connecting with people. I think that's tremendously important. Madam Paul, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you very much. I'm here in ICT Suite 1 with some Year 7s. Hi, guys. Hi. Okay, so can you tell us what we're doing here this, this lunchtime? Um, it's a karaoke um, festival for um, National Languages Week. And uh, what did you do to prepare for this? Um, we learned lots of different songs in other languages to celebrate them. And what languages are you going to be singing in this lunchtime? French, Spanish. German. French, Spanish and German. Do you do all three languages? Yes. Yeah. So, as well. And you do Latin as well. So do all year sevens do all three languages? Yes. And then you get to narrow it down and you pick which one you want to do. Do you have a favourite so far? Uh, I like Spanish and German, but I'm bilingual, so I love German. Oh, so you love German. Uh, uh, do you have a favourite language? I like Spanish. You like Spanish. Any other favourites? I like German. I like French and Latin. Oh, there's a real split between all of them. Oh, there's the music. There's our cue. So uh, it's Italian day in the canteen today. Um, what did you have for lunch? And pizza and pasta. And what did you have for dessert? Um, profiteroles. Profiteroles, delicious, delightful. So each day in the canteen, there's going to be uh, a different cuisine. What kinds of European food do you like most? I'm Spanish, so I like Spanish food quite a lot. Any favorites? Um, yeah, probably Polish food, because I'm from Poland. Thank you for joining us. Our show today was produced in-house at Surbiton High School. If there's a topic you'd like covered on the show, you can email us at podcast at surbitonhigh.com. The Surbiton High School podcast is available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to like and subscribe. 
I've been your host, Anthony Sebastian. Thank you for listening and goodbye.